But now it's January, so now we can just be depressed about it being winter and... Except that it's going to be 70 degrees all week. So I know. So don't be I guess depressed. it's fine. Like, it's not, it's not so bad. I haven't worn a jacket in four days. I know. And even when I was wearing a jacket when it was really cold, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was pretty cold here on, like, Christmas Eve. And the, the 23rd, yeah, the 24th, and the 25th, it was really cold. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, horrible. Like, it was cold, but, like... Here it rained while mm-hmm. it was really cold. So that oh, so did you sucked. guys get the icy? Yeah. So we lucked out because it started. It stopped raining before it started getting cold, and it oh. suddenly the sun came out and it dried everything up, so it wasn't icy at all. And the itsy bitsy spider climbed up the water. You got me. You got me. The sun <laughs> he dried up all the rain. I was just about to fucking say it. Did you see my face light up that I was going to say it, and that's why you said it? It came to me at the exact same moment. Oh, that you saw my face go like, oh, like, I, I got it. I, I got I the cold open. I got it. I just got it. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I wrote down a note that says contraband kissing. And I feel like that's something that's worth saying, but I don't remember what it was or who said it. <laughs> Your old pal, old pal. I also wrote down contraband kissing, so I know it had to do with Claire and Eli. It was. Claire, <laughs> yes. Because... That it was when Claire was getting in on her, like, I'm going to break all the rules kind of thing because nothing matters because mm-hmm. my parents mm-hmm. are getting divorced. And uh, she was and uh, Monroe Chambers was like, we're not allowed to kiss in school anymore. And she said, well, what about some contraband kissing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Claire. Anyway, <laughs> it's your old pal, Pat. We're done. The holidays have officially come and gone. Yeah, we only have now we're back to like the normal bank holidays. Yeah. Got MLA, MLK coming up. We got President's Day coming up. Yep. We got some some good, some valuable the, ones. The ones where you get a day off, but you don't have to have family over. Right. That's true. It's been a long December, and there's reason to believe maybe this year will be better than the last. You know, that song came up the other day for me. I think it was like December 29th or 30th. And I was should like, come, you know, it should have come I haven't, up every day. I haven't listened to this for almost two weeks now. And oh. I think I'm going to have a terrible 2023. I I spell it out on a silver platter for you, Rachel. I it spell took me it. a long time to get into a wordle habit. I feel like I just forget some days to listen to a long December. I need to put a reminder on my phone. I always forget to do wordle. I can't get a streak going because I keep forgetting to do it. Mm. But yeah, you got to listen to it because now you're going to be cursed. You're going to have a cursed 2023 because you didn't listen to it every day like we said. It's not that hard. You just set yourself a little reminder. You put it on. Mm-hmm. You got to listen to it. All the words. You got to sing mm-hmm. at the na-na-na-na-na-na's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a ton of na's in it. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na. Do you listen yeah. to the song? Not in two weeks. (laughs) The song is fucking 30% not a nana's, Rach. You're right. You're right. I was thinking about other Counting Crow songs, but that's because they're big (laughs) nah band. Yeah, they're a big nah. Nah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh Uh-huh, yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of of nanas and yeahs. 
A lot of nanas and yes. What up, Maria? Have we ever had Counting Crows? Have we even been able to talk about our favorite Counting Crows song? Probably not, right? No, because they really just skipped right over the 90s with this show. They really did. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a, that's a There's hot. so much good music in there to talk about that we've hot. managed to talk about anyway. Oh, yeah, we get it in there. <laughs> we stick it in. Ed Kowalczyk um, and Gavin Rossdale. Yeah, Stefani. Recently, I just something came up with I can't remember what live I don't remember. I How heard Bikini's Juice the other day on Lithium, and I was like, "This is a good song." It's a fucking good song. Come on, <laughs> everybody. Needs I don't to know calm what Lakini's Juice is, and I don't care. Lakini's Juice. It came on Lithium while I was driving up to New York City last Wednesday, and Dave Holmes was DJing. He does. He does a show on Lithium now. I think I might have been listening to that at the same... I think they replayed the show, so I don't know if it was yeah. the same time. But yeah. I definitely heard Dave Holmes play Live's Lakini's Juice this week. Amazing. Lakini's uh, Juice fucking rules. And anybody it's a, who says otherwise... It's to, the best live song, hands down. Oh, if that's live, crazy. That's, <laughs> really? That's crazy. Really? That's what are you going to say? Lightning crashes? No, I would say... When the certain, dolphins cry? No. When the dolphins cry. That's what the dolphins cry is fine. I like lightning crashes. I like lightning crashes. Do I like it better than Lakini's Juice? Hard to say. But mm-hmm. I will say 100%. I love is like water pinned down and abused for being strange. That's oh, the that strange water. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. And you know, Kowalczyk was sitting there writing these lyrics and he was like, this is fucking profound shit right here. And it's like, <laughs> dog. As we know, famously, water always just been pinned down and abused for being (laughs) being strange. strange. That's what I always think. This strange water. All over you, all over me. I like I Alone probably better than... I uh, like I Alone a lot. I was... But I think I like Lakini Shoes better than All Over You. I, I I reacted in a way, but it's fine. You like whatever you like. Who cares? But you just said it was a great song. I love that. I love. No, what I'm saying is you love I life. shouldn't have reacted yeah. in the way I did saying that was a crazy I see. call. I see. It's a good call if that's what mm-hmm. you like. You like the juice. You like it Lakini style. Yeah. Well, so I Dave Holmes was playing some great stuff on Lithium. He was really like running the gamut of the catalog of things I might want to hear. And I was like, this is great. I listened to it for like four hours while I was driving and I was very entertained. And then I was listening to lithium maybe on Saturday or something like a Friday and they just didn't have a DJ in. It was just music. And every other song was like stained Oh, or a puddle really? of mud on lithium <laughs> on lithium and i was like but this is not the night not all of it was the 90s they played like that's fall out boy and cold play that was like in the 2000s oh it was that's, very weird that's like water it's pinned down and abused for being strange that <laughs> exactly. is exactly you sure you had lithium on it not like I one of those did, like well, hard rock channels i asked alexa to play sirius xm lithium not sorry not sirius uh, xm sirius she- lithium Oh, she was probably, you know what she And she said, Lithium on Sirius Radio. And then she played it. And I was like. That's the mistake. She was playing Bithium, famously. (laughs) She just got it confused. She was playing Bithium, which is all like the Puddle of Mud songs. Uh All Bithium all the time. That's an odd one. I've never heard Fallout Boy on Lithium in my life. It was very weird. I would welcome it, but I haven't. I've never heard it. So tell me about the holidays. Wrap it up. Wrap. We got to wrap it up because we took two weeks off. Uh, we did. We did. And I think it was for the best that we did. I think we had a very hectic 
last two weeks of Christmas. I'm exhausted, I tell you. I'm very tired. I need a vacation from my vacation. What was your final tally on the Hallmark movies? How many did you get through? Um, well, I ended up only watching one other of the tell so-and-so to come home for Christmas. Oh, you watched another one? I watched... The original? Time for us to come home oh, for Christmas. No, original. it's a 2021 one with Lacey Chabert as the Love lead. How was and it? all these people get mystery invites to an inn in upstate New York, and they have to figure out why they all got asked Ooh, to be and they, there. Did they all so die one by one? It was a little mystery and suspense. Um, no, I was hoping for that, but that there was fun. no, it was not a murder mystery. It was just mystery. Ooh. The Hallmark movies and mysteries, but it was pretty good. Um, It was not as good as time for him to come home for Christmas. And I also watched Holiday Spectacular and the one Hanukkah one. You loved Hanukkah on Rye. Yeah, the accents were, they really went to town on like Jewish caricatures in that show. I'm not saying anything, but Portia from Jane the Virgin's on it. She's the lead. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, I got to see it. I'll watch it next season. But it was very fun. It was very fun, so... I've heard good things. I watch mm-hmm. so many of them in like half hour. Like I just watch them for a half hour and then I turn them and off. And then you turn it off. Yeah. I mean, you could also mm-hmm. probably turn them on in the middle and figure out what's happening. And that's, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Sometimes yeah. I just put the channel on when it's mm-hmm. background music and then I just kind of saunter about my day. So I don't know what the final tally for me was. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch many in full. I, will I say watched that. less than 10. Me I too, guess including sure. our Sinead Grimes Beach, I probably watched like five or maybe six. Yeah, I think I'm somewhere in there too. Yeah. Um, and that one Lacey Chabert one, Haul Out the Holly, I stopped paying attention halfway through. So See, and that would be the one I would say is my favorite one of all mm-hmm. the ones I mm-hmm. saw this year. But what are you going to do? Christmas is done. Christmas yeah, 2022. Let's hope you live to see, not you, Rachel, I'm saying in general, everybody mm-hmm. listening. I hope you all live to see another one. That'd be mm-hmm. good. I don't want anybody to die before Christmas 2023. Um, that would stink, but you never know. Mm-hmm. You can't tell how, what this life's going to take you. You may just walk out on the street and all of a sudden you have a heart attack. So thoughtful for this time of year. Yeah, I figured. So I figured. introspective and <laughs> yeah, you really kind just... of like Ed Kowalczyk writing those lyrics. Did you feel like Christmas wasn't, did you feel like, did you feel like Christmas 2022 wasn't like festive enough for you? Well, you really got to relish those moments because tomorrow a piano could fall on you. Let's be (laughs) honest. And you can't mess up and, and just let those things go. Now that's a Hallmark movie I would like to see. A piano falling on a person? Well, no, someone warning about that happening because they live their life in fear. Mm Mm-hmm. You should, everyone should live their life Until they meet someone when they don't get hit by the piano. Because the person pushes them out of the way. The person pushes them out of the way and then the piano falls on them and they don't die, but they get amnesia. Oh. And then they have to go to like do something. That sounds feasible. Yeah, I'll write it. (laughs) That's what I'll spend 2023 doing. Although that was the Lindsay Lohan movie. She had amnesia. That's true. She had such, that movie was hilarious because it was like she had select amnesia that only spanned like two days. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What a fucking dumbass movie. Well, she couldn't remember her name. <laughs> Speaking of fucking amnesia. Oh my God, I've been asleep oh, for five days, favorite. Rachel. 
Oh, I had to come because I promised I'd come again. And then we di- you didn't do an episode the next week. I'm sorry. So I couldn't come. And then I had to go to give all the children toys. And then I fell asleep for six days. Right, uh, Six days. I woke up last night. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Huge, huge boner. <laughs> A huge boner. And I couldn't even. Mrs. Claus was out of town. Where'd she go? I don't know. We don't even speak much anymore. <laughs> it's been a, lo- a lot of years. We've been together a lot of years. I had a huge boner, so I had to take care of it. I just used uh, the, the cushions. I just put it right in between the cushions and just <laughs> took care of business, if you know what I mean, Rage. Well, I just wanted to tell the broomheads and the dope monkeys and everybody that they were so such good boys and girls this year. Oh, that's and I good. I hope they have a wonderful 2023. Rachel, did you have a nice Christmas? Did you get my present? What'd you what'd you give me? Um, I don't know. You gotta tell me. What did you get? <laughs> did you get my present? I don't know. Nothing was addressed to from Santa. That's because your mother was taking credit for it, that bitch. <laughs> She took the the thing off and she wrote her name on it. Mm-hmm, what did mm-hmm. you get for Christmas this year, Rachel? I'll tell you which one was mine. <laughs> did you get that blankie you were laying on around no, your no, body there? No, no, I already there? had this well, blankie. I didn't get that for you for Christmas. Um, what did you get for Christmas? A two-wheel drive? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I mean, is that a car or is that just like the two? You already told me you couldn't get me a car, but you could get me the uh, car bow, and I, I didn't would... get the car bow. I ran out. Ah. <sighs> They were you know more what's funny was that like children. a week after I told you that I was listening to Wait Wait Don't Tell Me and they had a whole news item on the big carbos. Apparently, people don't want them as much anymore. Did anybody ever really get those? I don't know. They always had them on the commercials. Well, what did you get for Christmas? And I'll tell you what I gave you. Well, I what didn't did your... get a giant carbo. I'll tell you sure. what I gave you. What you, whatever your sister pretended to give you. That's what I gave. She didn't <laughs> buy you shit. I well, she didn't because we went on to a spa day together. That's uh, what I got you. That spa day, Rachel. Merry Christmas and happy <laughs> spa day. Fuck off. Next Thanks, see you Anna. next year, boys and girls. He was like bugging me. I was like, dude. I feel like we, we don't, don't need you to come back this week. And he was we're like, kind of over it. He Did he pull like, the whole 12 days of Christmas thing on you? You got to do it till the epiphany. No, he wasn't even. He was just like, motherfucker, I'm coming on the show or I'll murder <laughs> you with a sharp candy cane. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to sharpen a candy cane and shove it through my chest cavity. He's what he told me. This guy is not he's, nice. He's not nice. <laughs> he's even meaner than he was in the Rudolph movie. <laughs> Like really, I think it's been like everyone's kind of like come around to the fact that the Rudolph and the the Santa and the Rudolph movie is mean, which I don't know that had got a lot of discourse prior to the last like ten mm-hmm. or fifteen years or so. And he's just like doubled down on it, and he's like, you mm-hmm. know what, you're right, I am a prick, and here you go. He called your mama the b word right here on oh the podcast. It's just awful. Don't let her listen to that. What a she'll dick. Be, she'll be devastated. Don't let her hear that ever, please. I will be mortified. I won't. Did you imagine you're listening to it in the car and it's like, did Pat just call me? No, mom, that was no, Santa. No, that was Santa. <laughs> Santa Claus goes to Pat's house and does the podcast. <laughs> I think he's, I'm going to. He's He hangs out under the bed with Mary Pat Christie. Obviously. I'm going to have a conversation with him next year, though, and I'm going to tell him he's got to tone it down a little bit. He's got to come and be a, jo- a little jollier. It's a jolly old. I guess it gets you know, to you after years of doing it. 
you know how we talk about how like sometimes other podcasts talk about the same things we do within you know a couple weeks like we're all on the same wavelength have you ever heard anyone talk about mary pat christie on a podcast Mm, i can't say that i have i think that's mostly our domain i don't know that mary pat christie's been named in anything ever (laughs) except like maybe like the newspaper yeah yeah they were showing because barbara walters died rest in Mm -hmm. peace 93 years old god bless Mm -hmm. one of the pioneers of uh, women in journalism, fucking hell yeah! You know she wasn't always mm-hmm. great. There's plenty of videos, interviews with her where she hasn't, you know, done the. But you know what? Long, great career. Mm-hmm. But there was a video clip that surfaced. Not that surfaced. I mean, it's out there. But people were sharing it, and it was her interviewing Chris Christie. You know, Chris really? Christie, Mary Pat Christie's husband, and she's sitting across from him, and she goes, you know. Sitting across from you here, I'm a little nervous to ask this question. This is what she says to him. This this is like fucking crazy. She goes, but I happen to notice you're a a little overweight. And he goes, yes, I am. He goes, I am a lot overweight. She just goes, why? (laughs) (laughs) What? First of all, I'd hate Chris Christie. Obviously. He's been on the show. We've made fun of him. He's uh-huh. we've made fun of him on this show so much. I don't like Chris Christie, but come on. This is the I'm question sorry. you're asking That's him. So funny though. <laughs> I can't help but notice. And then the clip cut off, so I don't know what his answer was from why, and I didn't do anything. I can't research. help but notice. I think that's what she said. I might be yeah. story glittering it a little, but she was like, I'm very nervous to ask you this question. And then all mm-hmm. the stuff with Courtney Love that she did. She was like, Are you doing heroin? Courtney Love's like, No, Barbara Jesus. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, she's like, are you too? Are you a good mother? <laughs> Courtney Love was like head was spinning. God bless. <laughs> Barbara Walters, 93. Created The View, one of the great TV shows in American history. I mean that. That's not a bit. It's one of the great shows. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of celebrity deaths last week. I feel like everyone makes it to Christmas and they're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, we got a, who else? Pele. Pele died. You Vivian Pele. Westwood. Vivian Westwood. Uh, Vivian, Joey Rats, Vivian former, Westwood, one former Pope, Joey Rats, Joey Rats, the fucking first, the drummer, uh, Jeremiah, uh, Modest uh, Mouse. Was he just be, playing with them? I don't know because he had cancer, so I don't know yeah. if he was playing with them at the time. Yeah, but, I didn't go, nor did you. So we can't. God bless. Like, what yeah. a fuck. The driving force of those early albums, that mm-hmm. the, the, the drummer, somebody else big. No, those were the ones. The, the car, the Pope. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Pele. Pope. Pope Pele. I don't know much about Pele. He played soccer. Football. Sorry, Rachel. I know you get so offended when Americans... I don't. I don't. <laughs> when Americans call it soccer, you always get up and up in arms about it. I know you. What'd you do for New Year's Eve, Rach? Not much. Just hung out with my family and our neighbors. Made a nice lot of food. Make deviled eggs? No, I did not make deviled eggs. You I make did shrimp do... scampi? No, we did steam shrimp. Did you make avocados? Did not make avocados. I mean avocados. Did you make? <laughs> Did not make avocados. Did some devils on horseback. What's that? That's the the date that's wrapped in bacon and stuffed with cheese. But I did it with prosciutto instead, so it was like the Italian version. Oh, madonna mia! <laughs> did some prosciutto. The fuck out of here! You kidding me with this shit? You got prosciutto. Put it on a date. I'll I'll eat it on a date. Not <laughs> not only will I eat it on a date, the food. I'll also eat it on a date with a woman. 
<laughs> if I'm out on a date, I'll say, give me the brzeut slicing nice and fucking thin right here. It's going to be mm-hmm. an aphrodisiac. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I always say this fuck. All right, so you made steamed shrimp, mm-hmm. dates on a mountain. What else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> Mini crab cakes. Oh, I love that. Um, some little asparagus tarts. Mmm. Some meatballs. Uh, spicy meatballs. Oh, these fucking meatballs over here. Don't give me none of that shit. Give me a good fucking meatball. And... What was it? A meat... Oh, don't give dip. me a Is that already? fucking turkey meatball, you piece of shit. No. No turkey was involved. A fucking meatball, like a couple of balls. Mm-hmm. Some baked brie. Ah. Uh, so, Rach, mm-hmm. we are not here to talk about prosciutto meatballs. Uh, you didn't tell me about how was New- your New Year's. Oh, fine. We were just at home. We did a little countdown thing with the kids early. Okay. And then we made a nice made steak and potatoes and mm. had that. We just kind of hung around. Mm-hmm. We didn't really watch any of like the... Um, I didn't really either. I turned it on at like 11.40 p.m. That's the same thing we and did. And I was just like, I don't really know if I want to watch any of these, but... Well, I'm going to say one thing that I saw Mm -hmm. that was very funny. Mm -hmm. So we turned it on, I think even later than that, like it might have even been 1155, like Mm -hmm. right before just to see the countdown. And I put on Anderson Cooper Mm -hmm. and um, Andy and Andy, Andy and Andy. So um, I don't really have any particular affection for either of those people. They're they're fine. I just like they're fine. I just don't really like them or dislike them. They're just there there. is like this like and. God bless you if you fall into this. I don't want to stigmatize, but there are these like people who are like obsessed with everything Andy Cohen does. Mm-hmm. And I find that bizarre. He's just mm-hmm. a guy who owns a network or run, yeah. not even run. He runs a network. Yeah. yeah. And he's like kind of sometimes marginally funny, which I will get to because this is a moment where he was incredibly funny. Okay. So at 1155, 12 o'clock, the ball drops, whatever. They play the songs. They come back. I did want to see them because I didn't even, they didn't do the okay. countdown. Yeah. They, I did want to see them, see if, and Andy Cohen, of course, was like drinking from a bottle of champagne. So he was like mm-hmm. having fun. And they had brought Brian Cox on from Succession. Oh, okay. And and he's great. He's just talking, being Brian Cox. And... um being Scott Scottish and Scotland and all the stuff about like new year's at Scotland. Mm -hmm. So then he finishes and Anderson Cooper goes, um, you know, it's interesting because growing up I had a Scottish nanny and it, and Andy Cohen just goes relatable. I died. I was like, oh that's God. what I'm here for. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Relatable. Like, he fucking puts it, poor Anderson Cooper, through the ringer, man. Oh, my God. So I, I did feel- like that. I, I never watched Ryan Seacrest, which is, like, the actual yeah, one that you that. should be watching because they're in charge of all that shit. But then I, I flipped back and forth between the Andes and um, Miley's Miami mm. one with Dolly Parton, which wasn't that good either. Mm. It was just a lot of Miley Cyrus performing with like Dolly and with David Byrne. And I was like, I'm not here for a concert. Yeah. <laughs> I had initially put on ABC or d- whatever is Ryan mm-hmm. Seacrest, Dick Clark's. That's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And there was he like people. Just Dick Clark. <laughs> there were like these two fucking like um, 
mannequins like standing there and i was like who the fuck is that and it was duran duran and i was like they looked like they were like their faces <laughs> oh were pulled God. within an inch of their lives these fucking oh guys and i love duran duran don't get just me. Don't i don't do love plastic them. surgery guys just age like naturally it's it's for the best when you come undone we're not here to talk about duran duran no. Not talk about Come Undone, though I would like to talk about what my favorite Duran Duran song is at some point, but we must have done that already. Probably. There had to have been an episode there called Hungry. There had to have been like a Duran Duran episode. There had to be an episode called Hungry. There was like Hungry the Like the Wolf. So we're not here to talk about any of that. Christmas is over, so we'll never talk about it again until mm-hmm. next year when we'll talk about it constantly. Um, mm-hmm. But until then, we're here to talk about Degrassi. More specifically, Degrassi episodes uh, 1027, 1028, which are the 213th and 214th episodes of Degrassi, The Next Generation. But because of all the two-parters, we're calling this the 160th. 160, baby. Wow. God, we almost in 200 of these things. Name of the episode is Love Lockdown. Love Lockdown's a Kanye West song. We did that. We did that already. So, Rach, what did you listen? Have you listened to uh, any songs since the new year started? We're it's we're recording oh. this on January second. What was the? What, do you have anything? Um, this is putting you on the spot, so you don't really have to have anything. I don't. I was haven't. It? I was like, I probably have, but I couldn't tell you what it was. It's probably. Oh, you me. know what I heard? You know what I heard, and I really didn't like the Sunday Night Football song. What's that? There's a country song that gets played before Sunday night football and the Ravens were playing Sunday night football last night. And so I was getting some food together in the kitchen and my dad and my brother-in-law were like sitting and watching the game. And I was like, oh, what is this horrible song? (laughs) Put a football on my truck and we're going to drive out to the fields. Right like that. Yeah. And that's then they sing music. about Sunday night football. Yeah. And then that's, they say, that's pretty much it. give me a, give me a keg and bust it right open. And I'm going to drink this football game. So, yeah. So that was pretty terrible. But how about you? Did you hear pretty anything? Little girlies going to be clapping in a circle while we're scoring the touchdown here. I, I saw somebody do a thing where they were like, put your fucking iTunes on shuffle in the first song. And what's the first song you hear in, in, in the new mm-hmm. year? So mm-hmm. I did it. You know what the song was? You're Crazy by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> so that really bodes well for you. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, yeah, this sounds this that that's about sums it up. Um, so that's that was me that's all i did i haven't really listened to much because we've been like doing so much stuff you know yeah i did have lithium on in the car today Uh i listened to a podcast that i hadn't listened to in a long time and then i realized i didn't like it anymore so i just unfollowed it (laughs) that's what i did (laughs) i wish you could say what it is but i know you won't because you don't want to drag a podcast on your podcast it's the degrassi every episode ever man like i've had enough of this I can't listen to this anymore. Santa Claus. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Steven Tyler's in the news, but we probably don't need to oh, talk about that. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's not Steven Tyler. He, I, I told him he couldn't. He wanted to come on the show, set the record straight, but I was like, you know what? I feel like it's not our place. I was listening to something the other day and I was like, someone was scatting and I was like, this person has taken over from Steven Tyler and I never thought about it that way. And I can't remember who that person was. I know what it was. It was. 
That's what it was. No, it wasn't. Are you kidding? It was, it was, it was corn. Because Dave Holmes played Got the Life, and I was like, this is actually a pretty good song. And then I was thinking Dude. about how Jonathan Davis, I was like, he's taken over, he's taken the reins from Stephen Tyler. Dude, Freak on the Leash. Is that freak? That's got the life. That's not freak on the leash, is it? No, it's. I. I don't know if it's in got the life, but I was thinking about it when. Oh, I Oh no, it. it's freak on the leash. It's in freak on the. The part yeah, yeah. I'm doing is freak. It's on, on freak on the leash. Yeah. Something takes a part of me. That song fucking rules. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's got hilarious. The life is a really good song. <laughs> Something takes a part of me. Do you remember when this podcast started? When we used to record it in your your old apartment in Astoria, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah, we used to talk about corn all the time. Yeah, big corn times. Why was that? I don't. Twenty eighteen. Because corn kind of fucking rules. I think is part of it. I think it was like we were re, uh, reassessing at that time. Corn. And everybody was mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, corn rot rips." I fucking. Mm-hmm. I think it was me saying that. Mm-hmm. Shout yeah, out. and I know I was a huge fan of that one episode they were in of South Park, so I brought that up a lot. That's what it was. I think that's where yeah. they got the ball rolling. Shout out my friend Mike Gomez, who has a great podcast called the Car Jomez Podcast. I know that he sometimes will listen to this podcast up through mm-hmm. when we start talking about the show and then he turns it off. <laughs> and he's uh, Gomez, the new metal kid, so shout out oh. Mike Gomez. He fucking loves corn, this guy. Yeah. The best. So, Yeah. I've found out a lot of some people that I know uh, are, are mostly listening to the first half hour and then ducking out, which is totally fine. That's I mean, totally that's, fair. T- listen, they're downloading the fucker, right? It's all that matters. Yeah, and then other people are probably skipping ahead. Oh, to 100%. Just the Degrassi content. This We're is a great podcast because it's polarizing <laughs> to most of its audience. And yeah. s- half of it lis- <laughs> likes the first part. Half of it likes the second uh, and then, scant and then few. Like both. <laughs> there's a scant few in there who are like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it for the whole ride. Mm-hmm. And to you, you know who you are and we know who you are because we spend time with you. And it's we true. love you all. Oh, we should say this. We should mm-hmm. get this get this out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, we received on our email, every episode ver at gmail.com from a mm-hmm. dear broomhead who chose to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. We received a Christmas fucking miracle gift we from did. a broomhead who choose to remain anonymous, though I have a hunch that I know who it is. Do you mm-hmm. think that it's the same person that I think it is? Because I've told you who I think it is. I'm not sure. You're not sure. You have yeah. a detective reasoning as to think maybe it isn't that person. Yeah. We're not going to say it, but whoever you are, I'm on to you. Uh, <laughs> we were sent a fucking wonderful cameo from Shane Kipple. This guy, Shane Kipple, they must tell, there must be like a cameo thing where they say, you got to talk for five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Because like this guy kept, I couldn't believe how long this, I sent you a cameo Mm -hmm. a million years ago, right at the Mm -hmm. fucking advent of cameo. It was like a minute and a half. Jake Goldsby, uh, not Jake Goldsby, what's his name? Jake Epstein. Jake Epstein. He did a minute and a half and he sang the fucking song and it was Mazel. It was fucking Bellissima. Mm-hmm. Guys, in and out in two minutes. You don't need to geek, go and go on. But anyway, it was beautiful. He he talked about uh, his the, his role on the show. He was very um, the one thing that yeah, I wish that he had addressed in this. Was the but I think it w- was the butthole, and I think it was hard. You know, for whoever 
gifted us this, it's hard to kind of put that into words. Like, hey, can you explain that time when you mooned the whole school and like... And you pulled your butt cheeks apart and showed your butthole to the whole school. Yeah, Yeah. that is a tough one. Because whoever did send, get this cameo had a lot... so many characters that you can enter, so... And they had whoever bought the cameo, which I think I know who it was, mm-hmm. um, really sent along great information for him to like really give a good cameo. Mm-hmm. He had things to say. He was talking about music, <laughs> Hallmark movies. What a great! We just want to say thank you. That's a very lovely thing for the broomheads. I guess um, he also did say at the end of the cameo. That if we like, we were friends now, and that if we ever wanted anything, we should let him know. I I don't know how else to do it. We Shane, already tried. Yeah. Do you want to come on the podcast? Shane, we've DM'd you and you haven't answered us. <laughs> you haven't even read it. <laughs> come on. Come on the show. Anyway, want to say thank you. That was so cool. Above and beyond. Mm-hmm. What a nice thing. The Broomheads, the Dope Monkeys, you're the best. We love you. And if you didn't send us a cameo, well, you got think think better next Christmas. Maybe you can get back, get on our good side, get on our best <laughs> side. There's plenty of Degrassi characters that you could buy us cameos for. So we also celebrate other holidays like President's Day and St. Patrick's Day. We celebrate and all holidays. And, so um, if you really want to get in good with us, send us a cameo mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then don't tell us who you are. But again, pretty sure I know who it is, even if it's not who I'm thinking of. Thinks mm-hmm. I I know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's a nice anonymous gift. But we're not, we got to talk about these episodes. Oh, we're back in the fucking throes of it. Oh, yes. These were serious Shall episodes. I? Yeah. Shall I? Oh, hit me with your best blurb. Fire away. Declan is back for the Grundy Awards, and old HJ isn't sure what to think about it. Meanwhile, Shantae won't let extracurricular. Oh my God, hold on. Oh my God. Excuse me. Oh my God, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Oh my God, I can't even believe. We should, we should cancel the podcast. Just quit it. Meanwhile, Shantae won't let extracurriculars disappear without a fight, and Claire finds her rebellious streak and hopes that it will keep her parents together. I can't say extracurriculars. I was going to well. say you barely made it through curricular the second time. Extracurriculars. <laughs> you did. You got there, but it was by the skin of your teeth on the second yeah. one too. Oof. Curricular is a tough one for you. Extracurriculars. Well, my problem was was that I ran out of space, so I put it over two lines, and I think mm. I just can't read like that. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I think that I think you're curriculars. Right. <laughs> Extravehicular. What? <laughs> Extravehicular. Um, the Grundy Awards. Yeah, you want yeah, the Grundies. These are the awards for excellence in 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 fucking high school theater. <laughs> in of, Toronto. Of which Space Awakening was up for a whole bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. I want to see if Jenna won for best and KC was up there. Instead, I'm one of the technical awards. They're showing us on Degrassi all the awards that the Oscars took off the fucking <laughs> the telecast last year remember when the oscars were like we're gonna make this show better by taking off half of the awards no you morons i want to see those mm -hmm. awards ah the grundy awards so declan came back and like you know it doesn't go great let's put it my that to put it mildly Mm -hmm. but i will say at least he doesn't as you said he doesn't at least call her hj he calls her holly j 
Yeah, that's so, that's Sav's thing. HJ. Sav, he calls her HJ again in this episode. He calls her HJ multiple times in this episode. Sav was a real cuck in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he calls her an HJ. Sav was a cuck for the DJ equipment. He was like, let me get up there. Cuck me, Declan. I uh, thought these were real. I mean, you had said the first episodes were a little boring. I I, I can't distinguish the first from the second sometimes. It all kind of well, plays like one long The first had the Grundies, um, yeah. which was great. Um, I think the second, I thought by the end of these episodes, I was like, th- these are tackling, this tackled a subject that's very touchy. Mm-hmm. Meaning consent, which we'll get to. It's about it, it, most of it is about consent, and I thought it did it in a really honest and like really fucking pretty good. One of the mm-hmm. better jobs I think Degrassi has done at like tackling serious subjects. Yeah, because it was nuanced enough. I agree. I really, I thought they did a good job, and just the fact that they were talking about it at this point, which I guess that this is around when that was happening. I mean, consent's been a conversation for a while. Well, it should have been a conversation from from since the beginning it's, of time, but it wasn't. Yeah, and it's also like a tricky conversation to have because it's, you know, in the moment, I think that people don't always think about it the same way. I think, I, I, I'm assuming that people do now, but I don't think they did. No, certainly not. I don't know that, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't know that they necessarily... <laughs> It's a lot to think about in the moment when you're right. going through something, you know, right. and At, watching this from a and we'll just jump around because who mm-hmm. fucking cares? Yeah. Watching this from a 2022 lens. 2023. Oh, 2023. I did watch it in mm-hmm. 2023. You're right. Mm-hmm. I knew immediately because mm-hmm. she said they make it. She says, no, mm-hmm. we shouldn't do this. And then it happens. And I go, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be consent. It's going to be a consent thing. And I was right because I, and I, and again, I think they did it in the sense where Holly J doesn't look pained to do it. She doesn't seem to be, he's not like nefariously coercing her into Mm -hmm. doing something that she, you know, it's not that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think the conversation is such a slippery one to have. Yeah. And I also think that a lot of the problems with consent come from, how how people interact in romantic situations and how it's all built up where it's kind of like people don't just come up to someone and say i really like you would you like to have sex with me you know it's always a very there's some you know suaveness to it yeah (laughs) And, yeah. and like i think that that is like why sometimes it's so hard to have those conversations in the moment. Um, yeah, I agree. And I think also there's something to be said about when you have already been in a, a physical relationship with somebody. Yes. Yeah. To then you're kind of used to it. Oh, we've done it. this before. Right. So. And it doesn't mean he's, he's obviously not right in, mm-hmm. in what happens. It's obviously, I mean, I could see it right there. I was like, oh, fuck. He's. Mm-hmm. You know, she does not feel comfortable here. We can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Despite what she does. And she even says, because he's like, did you not want to? I thought you had changed your mind. And she's like, I, maybe I did. Like, that's I, that's yeah. the thing. It's very. And it's the thing was, was that she felt like it didn't feel right to her, but mm-hmm. she didn't necessarily say that to him. Right. But he didn't necessarily ask her either, you know, so it was kind of just a a funny situation. 
I thought the show did a good job of not making either of them mm-hmm. bad. You know, yeah. they weren't they never painted Declan as like a exactly what he gets mm-hmm. worried about when mm-hmm. when fucking this moron Fiona goes back and she's like, she thinks you raped her. And and she's and not the Holly J says, no, I that's not what I said. Yeah. So they're not saying that they're saying mm-hmm. that there is a conversation to be have had about how we sort of yeah. go about these things and yeah because she she put it to fiona is that she felt pressured into it yeah which i think is valid i felt that watching mm-hmm. it. and then i think even later she was like well that's not even quite it it was more so that she wasn't sure that she wanted to but then was kind of in the moment and then yeah. was like oh yeah we're and here, then so and then he says something along the lines of like i thought it was only just because of sav and she was like yeah so like so mm-hmm. what if it was like that is it's not about I'm uncomfortable with my body here, but mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable as a member of another couple here. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing this. And you really didn't give me the opportunity to sit with it and think about it. And I do mm-hmm. think that that was par for the course for a very, 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 very long time. And I do think mm-hmm. it is. I think contra- to, to contrast to your point a little bit, I do think younger people are, are and I don't know this because I'm an old person, but mm-hmm. I think there is a lot more, especially progressive-minded younger people. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's in, more conversations about it. I just don't know what's actually happening for I, teens you're today. Right. I was like, I, I, I know, I know a fucking teen and I don't know what's happening in her relationship. You should ask her. She should <laughs> yeah. be like, do they ask like, you if they can kiss you? Like, yeah. But like, you're right. There's all like when, when we were kids, there was all, kids like whatever. There was like this thing about like, you get like a nice moment, a romantic moment and you go in and you kiss and then it is romantic and it was warranted, but you can mm-hmm. sense that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now you think about it and is it like, do you have to stop and be like, is this okay? Is this okay? And maybe that is what you have to do. I don't, I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm never, I'm old. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I appreciated the way Degrassi handled this topic mm-hmm. and she leaves and she does say she's not, it's not like this great forgiveness moment. It's not like this great, nothing you didn't do anything wrong or I didn't it's it mm-hmm. there is this thing where she says like I have to figure out where we are now mm-hmm. and he sort of accepts it and kind of goes his own way and she goes her own way and it's a bum it's a bummer it's sad I mean it is and it's not because they already went through like a breakup so I feel like yeah yeah, you know, yeah. no you're right. expecting that she's just gonna be like okay well you're back here now that's great I also think that's a big part of the toxicity of the whole exchange right he yeah. comes back thinking this jabroni he's, he's oh nothing. my god He's just a fill-in. London librarian. And I mean, to be fair, Sav, we all kind of think that. But But she has feelings for him, and she says that. So my question, so basically, everybody who's listening to the show knows what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Declan comes back. He gets in his head that he is going to get back with Holly J, come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. And of course, Fiona wants them back together. So Fiona's all in on the plan to get them back together. And mm-hmm. without getting into every nook and cranny, we'll probably go back and do that. But just to catch up. Thomas's English muffins. Thomas. Yeah. Thomas's yeah, nook and crannies. <laughs> they end up back at Declan's mm-hmm. and 
there's an exchange. They kiss and Holly J is not comfortable with it. She says, no, stop. I don't want to do this. And then he says, come on, come on, that kind of thing. And she goes along with it. And then she has feelings about, well, I don't know if that was consensual. I don't know if I want, I don't think I wanted that. Mm-hmm. And it sort of like spirals, not in any sort of like big histrionic fashion. It's just like, I, you felt a little bit, you were being, there is toxicity there. You thought you were going to just swoop back in here and take mm-hmm. everything I've been doing because you're so important. And mm-hmm. she says to Sav, because Sav has a little moment of that before any of this happens where he's like, so he's just going to try to come and get you back. And and she says, but I'm not interested in that. This is what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. But then Holly J gets into Yale at the end, mm-hmm. which should be. And that's where I think she- it's sad. Yeah, because she's like, well, we're going to see each other next year. But right. like, and she was even saying to Declan, like, this thing with Sav is like temporary. We're saying yeah. it was just for our senior year and then we're going to be done and we're going to go off to school. No chance. He's fucking head over heels in love with her. There's no chance that's happening. <laughs> I wonder if way. he's also going to go to Yale and this is going to become yeah. a fun threes company. Um, this yeah, is apparently da, 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 da. the last appearance of Declan. So we will never oh, so find out. Um. Yeah, so it's a bittersweet moment. She finds out she got into Yale, and this should be, like, happy. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's the biggest bummer for me. Mm-hmm. Is this, like, one of the big moments of her life now will always have this kind of cloud over it. Oh, fuck, Declan's going there, too. Aww. Well, it's not. I don't think it's a cloud, because I think that she she still really enjoyed the relationship they had. No, but I'm saying about the finding out like that yeah. moment should have been Remember when you found out you got into her. It's like, I remember that. Like it was like mm-hmm. fucking exciting. Mm-hmm. And this was like more so filled with kind of like dread. I, I don't know if it was as strong as dread. I think it was more confusion. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're no. probably right. <clears throat> so she goes, I mean, we to can see all, him. we can all like, they only showed us so much. We can all read into it however we yeah. want to, like based on our own experience. And I'm going dread. I'm sure that I'm sure that everyone listening to this also has their own opinions on it, um, because we're all reading into just the looks that Holly J was giving. Sorry, H J. No, she's definitely she goes there and she's like, so now what? Like mm-hmm. she says that. So like she's definitely having a moment of like this should be a big. Ex- I think I think Fiona said, or maybe not. I thought Fiona maybe said that too. Fiona's a stupid dumb dumb. I love her. <laughs> Fiona probably not getting into you. Literally, Fiona <laughs> pretended to be drunk so they would go back. Well, to that the... was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, she was part. trying. To... She wants them back together. Yeah, she, she wants, wants her, her to best be her friend. Yeah, she really does. I love their friendship. As stupid as she is, Declan's speech for the Grundy was one of my was one of the more fun things when he's like my muse holly J. <laughs> come up my on the best stage. friend my muse. there's all these people in the background i've never seen before that were apparently in this play but well and jane away. jane vaughn is off at stanford well they did mention jane i was wondering because declan was came- also like this play was from the last school year like how is it just nominated for a grundy now <laughs> what are these awards eamon grundy <laughs> God bless the writers for co- was that a real that was not a real person that I was don't a- know but <laughs> that's who it was I'm not an expert someone the will tell us Grundies but uh, space exploration what's it called space oh space awakenings that's a spring awakening reference isn't it 
Is that what you that think? is? I it mean, must be. Was it called Space Awakening? Yeah, they kept they said I wrote it down like two times. So they okay. said it more than once. Space Awakenings was a big hit. People loved that play. Claire it won so many awards. Claire won. Claire, Claire won for best sets. <laughs> <laughs> Claire's the fucking oh, shit, man. I love Claire. Oh, I love Claire. After the Grundies, they have a big party at Fiona's condo. Yeah. That's when Sav gets all into the fucking when it's literally Declan like holds the the DJ equipment over his head like a fucking dog, like a dog toy. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. fetch fetch Sav. And he Mm -hmm. did it. This Mm -hmm. idiot. Sav's like, oh my God, electronic DJ equipment. (laughs) He was so into it. On the ones and twos. And then no one at this party is drinking except for Fiona. Mm Mm-hmm. Because but, they're children. And <laughs> also, but she's also like faking it, right? Because she's like yeah. pretending to be drunk. To but she them. says something earlier on about how she's just drinking because she's happy. And I was like, wait a second. Like, we all know you shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> yeah, because she was drinking. Why is everyone okay with this when you're just starting to drink? She's too busy drinking. She's drinking those water bottles. Oh, my God. All that champagne in a water bottle that didn't Champers. Explode. Champers. Oh, God. She said no. champers. In the no. Episode. She asked Holly J if she wanted any champers. Champers. Uh, they were, but they, and then after Declan and Holly J Bones, Declan was so excited he was making eggs. Yeah. And it's the, what happens is that Fiona's pretending to be drunk. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm going to be sick. And so then it's only the four of them left. And Holly J is like, says to Sav, like, no, you can leave. I'll stay here and help, you know, and she and Declan get Fiona to bed and then they're sitting and talking and Declan is kind of, you know, wants, wants to get back with Holly J, but also is, thinks that his sister really does have a drinking problem. Right, yes. And so kind of has this, like, honest conversation about feeling, like, bad about being so far away mm-hmm. um, when she's dealing with that and stuff. And, um makes a move and thinks it's reciprocated. Yeah. That's the remainder of the episode, Mm -hmm. but well handled. I thought painted an interesting, uh, painted a very like difficult situation in Mm -hmm. a difficult manner. Like it's hard Mm -hmm. to, you know, it's hard to parse what really happens. You know, it's everybody's kind of, I thought they did a good job. Got good for Degrassi. It wasn't, it was mm-hmm. pretty subtle. They mm-hmm. didn't beat us over the head with it. They didn't make Mm-mm. anybody like a surefire, like I also, black or white villain. The other thing that I felt like was really happening for HJ in the second Ooh. episode was that HJ. All right. Yeah. Um, was that she was feeling bad about what happened because of Sav. Yeah, I think that that was a big... I think that was also a part of all of that. And I think she's very open to that when she said... Because that's what Declan says. I thought it was just about Sav. And she goes, "It, yeah. And like, mm-hmm. that's a valid reason. That's also mm-hmm. a valid reason. So it's mm-hmm. not just like, even if in her body she was comfortable with doing it personally, mm-hmm. 
she is does have other people in her brain that she's thinking of and then and that it hurts that person. So that's also yeah. a valid reason, which I mm-hmm. think makes it even slipperier. And I think also the fact that they acknowledged that I was I thought was pretty good. And, yeah. and I um, think she definitely does. I mean, I think she cares about Sav more than she has been letting on. And I know Sav yeah. is fucking in love with her. Well, I think it's hard to say like, oh, we're just going to do this like friends with benefits thing, even though we spend a lot of time with each other and, and, and like enjoy each other's company and uh, blah, blah, blah. That's the thing, too. They do enjoy yeah. each other's. Co- they like get along really great. Yeah. We made fun of it at the beginning. I still kind of make fun of it as a relationship, but yeah, I like I am growing to like them as a couple. They're like, I wonder, I, each like other Fiona really well. knows about Savin HJ, but I'm like, does Anya know about Savin HJ? Yeah, she does, because she had to tell her at one point. There was an episode where like something I happened. There was a thing where she was like hiding it from them, but I just she don't was, but when then it Anya, no, beca- no, they did because uh, Holly J thought that Anya was mad at her because she found out about. That's Sav. right, you're right, and it was because her mom me. had cancer. Her Look mom at had me! Cancer. Thank you for remembering that. Um, oh, one- the old elephant over here with the bra- the memory yeah. like an elephant. Yeah. The other thing that's interesting in the second episode about this whole like what is everyone actually feeling about this is that it's because there's all these secondhand conversations. Fiona's going back and forth between Declan and Holly J. And so she's taking like what she thinks she's hearing from one person to the other one and then vice versa. Great point. Um, And then it kind of comes to a head when. Declan comes to little mistakes and <laughs> there is a patron who has a lactose allergy and he's very concerned about whether it's lobster soup or lobster bisque. Yeah. And then he thinks that Holly J is really mad at him, but it's literally, she's like, I'm working. I can't talk right now. I do want to talk to you. I just didn't want to also do the right fucking, the, the, the just like subtle privilege that they're showing on, on display there of mm-hmm. like someone like Declan who can walk into a place Mm-hmm. And, and like disrespect the fact that she is at Declan, work. Declan, who set up a charity because he listened oh to her. God, his charities. <laughs> I forgot about his charities. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. I also, at one point, this I spoke about this earlier, but I just looked at my notes and I had the actual line written down, so I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. it. When um, Sav expresses like concern, you know, he's going to try to get you back, and she goes, "I don't want to be gotten back," which I liked. Because mm-hmm. I don't think she does. I think she is very no. like, but she has love for him, so it mm-hmm. is hard in that respect too. She definitely. But so here's my question. Th- they haven't talked, right? That's what they said. No, yeah. I kind of don't remember their breakup. Why did they break up? What happened? Something. I, well, they broke up because of the money thing. Because she was oh, like, right. oh, I feel like you're just going to always. Because he was like, just come to New York and we'll go right. to the okay, thing yes, and blah, blah, yes. blah. Um, so it was like a little bit of it was had to do with the distance too. Like yeah. that wasn't really working for them. Right. But it okay. was a lot about the money. The money. Mm-hmm. Here comes the money. So, Pat. Yeah, what's up? Do you want lobster soup or lobster bisque? B. Oh, sorry. Lobster <laughs> B. Lobster bisque. I like one lobster bisque. You know why? Why? Because bisque begins with a B, B story. What's the deal with Monroe Chambers? Oh, my God. <laughs> This is a great. This is a great B story. I have. Oh my to say. god! This whole Chuck Palahniuk 
Oh my god, his writing is just so raw. <laughs> I was like, all right, Fight Club stands. We raw. got it. I love how the fucking bit was he's reading a never before heard secret excerpt from Fight Club. Fight Club. <laughs> I mean, of course they want to go to this. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's so raw and forceful and dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you know what? That is such a fucking like teenage. I yeah. all of that is so corny it's to be so, the band, it's but so it's perfectly so perfectly teenage. It's so real. The like, dark the dark horse in the B story was Mrs. Dawes, the art teacher. <laughs> Just kept making She was great. To be like, like the new dress code is not mortician. <laughs> Oh, so funny. And I love how she's just like, I'm not into these rules either, but dude, come on. Like, she's just like, yeah. great. You keep being you, but in detention. She's so great. I love her. She's the LARPing teacher. Yeah, she's the LARPing teacher. She's so great. I'm so glad we're getting more of her. I'm so glad. She's so fun. You're right. She's the dark horse here. She is. Yeah, so Eli is finally back at school Who? after Eli. Eli, Eli. <laughs> is finally back at school um, after his suspension, and he's not familiar with the dress code, so he still comes in wearing his normal clothes. Um, Three weeks and, he was suspended. Oh my goodness, that was a lot for almost being knifed by someone else. Yeah, well, he <laughs> well, did make him drink Epicac, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But did they know about that? I'm not sure. Well, he might have told them afterwards. Yeah, Simpson knew some of it, at least. I don't know if he knew about the specificities of it, but... Simpsons. So... Do you think the show The Simpsons is uh, named after Archie Simpson? (laughs) Definitely. That's definitely where they got it. Huge 80s Degrassi fans, I'm sure. He's a big fan. So there's, like, two things going on here. Uh... Claire's parents are definitely going to get divorced it's and like she so knows obvious. it's coming. It's been coming for a long time. And she kind of realizes within that, that like Eli, she's like she and Eli are, you know, really dating for real now. And they're, they're back together. And I really love their scenes together when they're, yeah. I just, they have a lot of chemistry. I really enjoy watching them like on the first date, Stuff that was, mm-hmm. it was uh, fucking adorable. Like, I can't, you can't beat it. It's just like, yeah. should we get piercings? We're drinking fucking cappuccinos. It's just yeah. like talking about Chuck Palahniuk, like two pretentious fucks. And I'm just like, I love you both so much. It was great. It yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, Claire is kind of like, huh, Eli's like this bad boy. And he's yeah. got this like reputation. And like, maybe I can use that. And my parents won't get divorced if they're just mad at me. So it all begins at the Grundy's, just like the other one. So her parents are both coming to the Grundy's to see her hopefully win this award. Now, her dad's mm-hmm. late. The mom is furious. Mm-hmm. The mom's la- and he and he, she wants to go to the Chuck Palahniuk thing after with mm-hmm. Eli. Mm-hmm. And the mom is like, no, you can't because daddy and I have to daddy. I don't know if she says daddy. Your father <laughs> daddy. and I, your father and I have to tell talk to you after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. This whole time, she's just lamenting how much her parents hate each other. Mm-hmm. And and I guess I don't know this because I'm not a child of divorce, but I, I would. I would think. Mm-hmm. Both of these ways are bad. Like, I guess you I understand you not wanting you're doing everything to avoid hearing them say we're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can't stand what's going on, the bickering and how mm-hmm. you're being brought into this bickering. So I guess it is just like a 
both things are bad kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they get to the Grundies. She wins an award, and they're just fighting the whole time. To the fact not that not paying any attention to they her don't even clap for her when she wins. It is a bummer, and I feel really bad yeah. for her. And that's when she's like, "I'm gonna go be a bad girl." Mm-hmm. With so Eli. she decides to go to. And like Eli saw her speech and was proud of her. And so she, she decides to go see Chuck Palahniuk with him anyway, even though she's not supposed to. Yeah. And then she ignores all of her parents' calls and stays out really late and decides they should get piercings. Yeah. And they really didn't get good piercings. It was just in their ears. Yeah, it was just cartilage in their ear. The mom was like, you got another piercing or a piercing. Also, is it canon that fucking uh, Sinead Graham speeches her sister anymore? Or is it just not? Have we just ignored that entirely? (laughs) Possibly. Like, how do they not have I have Mm -hmm. to call Darcy because our parents are getting a divorce? They don't even deal They just ignore that she was ever a sister. Maybe they will. But so... Basically, it's now it's a game. So, again, Mm -hmm. like you said, Claire sees, oh, my new boyfriend's kind of a bad boy. I'm going to bring him home to meet mom and dad. Yeah. And they have this great first date, but she's also just so pissed at her parents the whole time that she's like, oh, should we do contraband kissing? Yeah, which is fair. I mean, I get Mm -hmm. that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at her there. But when she brings Eli home and then just like parades all of, she's like, he wears all black. That hearse outside is his. He's an atheist. She's just his dad is DJ Bullfrog, which we knew was coming. But like, they finally just drop it in there on that radio station. You don't like Dad. (laughs) He's a shock jock. Oh my god, I love the phrase shock jock. (laughs) So fucking dumb. And, so, um, yeah, she yeah. makes Eli feel like shit because he's just, you know, tried, like, oh, I'm going to meet your parents. Like, her parents didn't know about him. And he's kind of, like, excited about it and on his best behavior. And here she is saying all these, like, things just to rile them up. <laughs> yeah, she's completely using him. Yeah. Which is fucked up. And he tells her that, you know, yeah. later on. And he's, he's like, yeah, so I guess this dinner ends somehow amicably. Um, and then the next day she shows up in school in this like hot topic outfit. I loved it with her like Avril Lavigne, like clothes and her eyebrows really dark and lots of makeup on. And she's like, I don't care about uh, somebody else around everyone else watching your back. Like you can't relax. She's like, I don't care about getting detention. Ah, fuck it. Let's do it together. And that's when you look like a fool to me. Eli is pissed. She's like, tell me. She goes to Mm -hmm. her parents and she says, why you got to go and make things so complicated? (laughs) See the way you're acting like you're somebody else. It gets to be frustrated. (laughs) It's life like this when you fall and you call and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honesty. You promise me I'm never going to find you. What's it? Vacant? I don't remember. No, no, no. Allison Silverman's yelling at me. She's like, you're getting the fucking words wrong, you <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Love you, Allison. Shout out. Um, yeah. And the outfit, if them the be, whole... if best outfit episode. Oh, it still existed. Yeah, that would be the, the MVO for sure. Dude, fishnets like the Helena video. She's like mm-hmm. in that like schoolgirl tie, her mm-hmm. eye makeup and her lipstick. She's got like a mm-hmm. hair thing. Did she She's like her straightened hair? her hair. <laughs> it's like fucking phenomenal. I loved it's, it. And Eli. It's amazing. So they do this really funny trick. So like Eli is facing his locker. 
Mm-hmm. And it's at this point that Eli's fucking pissed. He's like, you use me and as like a pawn. The whole time he was kind of saying things to her. Like she's like, Oh, let's get matching tattoos. And he's like, I don't want your parents to hate me. Like <laughs> yeah. she's pretty he's upfront like, about this. He's like, I like you. I hope that we can have a relationship. Don't yeah. fucking squander this to like, yeah. keep your parents from getting divorced. So yeah. she walks up on him and her fishnets and the whole outfit. He's facing the locker. She's comes up next to him. He never looks at her. He's like mad. And he's like, you used me this and that blah 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 Mm -hmm. and it's like a good 20 seconds before he turns to face her and his reaction when he sees her whole new look which you would have to think if it under any other circumstances he'd be like into but he is like shocked he's like what the fuck did you do yeah yeah (laughs) it's so great (laughs) pretty great um she looks great i was into it i thought it was great so we come to find out she tells him and he has not a lot of sympathy for it, which I'm not mad at him for because he's right mm-hmm. that he, she's very scared about the divorce, a, a possible divorce. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I feel for you, girl, but like you dragged me into this thing like to try to keep your parents from getting divorced. And I, yeah, there's not much I can do about that. Yeah. Well, so she goes home. Mm hmm. Her parents and they tell her, "Well, we're getting, we are getting a divorce. There's no swerve here. It's just no, full bore. No we swerve. It's we knew it was coming. everything we thought was going to happen." And she's really upset, and I feel bad for her. But at the same time, your parents are fighting all the time. Like, is that better? No, it's better if they get divorced. And you know what they say? A famous person, a very famous person, once said, mm-hmm. "Twice the gifts, twice, twice the, gifts, the gifts, but only ever half the love." Twice the gifts isn't so bad, though. No, twice the gifts, twice the gifts. So uh, she comes in and she's as the parents are like going to tell the divorce thing. And the dad, one of them is like, see what you're doing. You're turning our child into a delinquent. <laughs> a delinquent. <laughs> she got into like one tr- one detention. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was like the good, the best and the worst of Claire, which I'm fine with. Yeah. Yeah. It was I a good range. It was a good range. You know what else had a good range? What's that? I don't know. The C story. Could you get the C story? (laughs) (laughs) Seems about right. Claire starts with C. Oh, yeah. So does Shantae. God damn it. Yeah, you're right. You're better at this than me. I've always said it. So does Declan. Sort of. And Chuck (laughs) Polinick. Oh, one thing I do want to say, though, about the Declan thing, I just want to mm-hmm. go back because I just did look mm-hmm. down at my notes. So when he's like f- feverishly packing his duffel bag and mm-hmm. she shows up and he does that fucking boy thing of like, I'm just going to get out of here and you'll never have to see me again. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, this is why. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, you'll never have to see just like begging for her to be like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. Yeah. I was into it. I love, I like Holly J. It's a thing. A lot of people do. Yeah. Yes. It's not just yeah. guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. hundred. It's, it's human. Yeah. It's a human thing. It. I yeah. mean, I've probably yeah. done it. I'm sure I've done it. It's a needy thing. It's like you want someone yes. to s- say the opposite, which is probably why I, I react to it so much. Cause I've probably done it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do it with Max sometimes. I'm like, yeah. well, fine then. I guess I'll just <laughs> reverse psychology. I'll never make eggs again. 
<laughs> Does it work? You don't like eggs? Oh, you don't like these eggs? Oh, I, I guess I'll just never, I, I'm never making eggs again. I definitely do it. <laughs> what a piece of shit. That's why I get so mad about it. I see myself in it. Oh. It's very funny. Um, see, so I, could you get the see? So one of the, one of the, um, downfalls of this whole change in the school system is that all extracurricular groups need to be like sh- they're out now we're getting into the nitty-gritty of what the change remember i was complaining yeah. about how the changes yeah. seem to be pretty benign but yeah. now they did this episode really made it come into f- focus about how kind of crazy this shit is yeah snake cool out yeah so shantae finds out that this means that they can't have power squad apparently they could with like a a chaperone supervisor like from the school, but uh, one of the teachers, but snake says not to ask any of them because they don't have the bandwidth for it. Yeah. Not enjoyed snake in this very, uh, very authoritarian. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it turns out that not only has that happened, but there's all these firewalls set up so they can't access social media and there's a cell phone jammer somewhere in the school. So they don't get cell signal. Even the media um, immersion teacher is like not happy about it. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, "This isn't good." <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Um, and I was like, "Well, why not ask Mrs. O to be your supervisor for Power Squad?" I thought that's where that was going to go, but that was not what happened. So Shantae gets really pissed off about it, so she writes, "Degrassi sucks" with a CKS instead of an X, which you know her fault, um, and puts it on a post-it note and puts it in a bathroom stall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I like this, this anger and coming out. So um, she kind of invites all the power squad to the dot to have a conversation so they could figure out like what they're going to do. And no one shows up except for Marisol, who I forgot was a student. Um, (laughs) I didn't even even know that was Marisol. I just thought it was a random person. I forgot. Um, But it's just like Marisol and Anya and Marisol's like, I'm actually here for (laughs) for someone else. But my BF. Yeah. And I was like, best friend or boyfriend? <laughs> butt friend, I think. They have, they have mm. similar butts. Butthole so friend? Their butts are friends. Mm-hmm. You know. um, so like Shantae is forlorn and she goes back to the bathroom later with Anya and is like, what are we going to do? And she goes back in that stall in the bathroom and other people have put other post-it up, notes up. And she's like, oh, this is like a really great message board like I, an old-fashioned she said it was an analog message board. twitter <laughs> i i gotta i'll be honest with you i fucking loved this i thought yeah. it was like when she put that first one in i was like what the f- this is corny and yeah. then when it goes in and like everybody's written like their grievances on a post-it and put mm-hmm. it in the thing i was like i'm fucking f- i like this this is very mm-hmm. cool <laughs> so then she has like a meeting with more people right because then it, there's more grievances. well yeah so then she gets all of the people from all the extracurricular clubs together and they talk about you know what they could do and how they could make this better and so what they decide to do was put a bunch of post-it notes on simpson's car (laughs) yeah like a mini cooper it was great and simpson she sees it and he spits coffee on the window the spit take was the one of the (laughs) best moments of that it was so pizza man he's archie simpson he's gonna Mm -hmm. do a spit take whenever he can and he goes out and Shantae's like, oh, seems like uh, some people put some shit on your car, homie. You want me to help you uh, f- clean it off? And so she helps her, him. And then uh, they go back into the office. And basically she's like, dude, you can't just fucking take everything. Also, mm-hmm. she, he says, she's like, it's Degrassi Community School. That's yeah. what Simpson says. He's like, school. And she's like, yes, but what about the community? And I was like, mm-hmm. 
She's so right. And it is mm-hmm. a weird thing. Like extracurriculars. You want to try it? Extracurriculars. There you go. I said it so many times in the C oh, story good, already. Good, good, good. Extracurriculars. Ex- Extracardiovasculars mm-hmm. are fucking important to like college resumes, the whole yes. deal. Like you can't just rip these things. No. They have been working hard. Power Squad's been yeah. a thing they've been working hard at for a really long time. They created it. And she's just not going to lay down. I love Shantae here. Mm-hmm. She's fucking great. Yeah. And so they decide to, they agree on setting up a forum to discuss mm-hmm. it and coming up with solutions together. The whole thing is like the whole reason for snake bringing the hammer down is because he keeps saying like Vegas night was such a disaster. We have to improve the image of our school. And mm-hmm. Shantae says, she goes, you know, not every one of us brought a fucking knife to Vegas night. It's true. And he sort of, some like, of us brought Ipecac. <laughs> Nothing illegal about that. Mm-hmm. Some of us took our clothes off in another room. Kinda. It was like a corset yeah. dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Snake sort of gives in, and he's like, "You know what? You're right." He doesn't say you're right, but they have a shake, a handshake. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a forum, and then he does say he'll like reinstate the extra crew. Because, like, to me, it's like, who's mad about it? It's like mm-hmm. Mrs. What's her name. And the mm-hmm. PTA board or whatever is like mad about this. But mm-hmm. I don't think any of them would be like, take away our children's resume builders for their fucking college. Like, I don't think anyone would want that. Mm-hmm. Why would the answer to the di- someone tried to stab somebody at a dance be get rid of the cheerleading team? Like, <laughs> They're stupidest. dangerous, Pat. They're very dangerous. I also love how Anya brought up, just to refresh your memory, she's into LARPing. She oh said my god. It. Anya had some like ridiculous lines in there. She had one of the great, great, great line reads. Great line reads. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. Oh, someone was like, anybody ever tell you that you were a genius? And she takes a sip of her drink and she goes, yes. <laughs> Anya was there for comic relief throughout that I love story. It. Anya rules. Yeah, so I think that's about it, right? Yeah. That's the whole kitten caboodle. It is. Uh, so, Rach, we do this mm-hmm. thing now where we talk about how deep the episodes are or something, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea means the... It's basically like the go-there scale, but it's mm-hmm. like in the water now. And gotcha, so yes. the mm-hmm. deeper you go into the water is how much the episode went there. So mm-hmm. 20,000 leagues under the sea is the most. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There was a whole math discussion that we had recently about. Yeah, you what just double each, the number. Each one, right. You just double <laughs> yeah. the number. So on a scale of zero to 20,000 leagues under the sea, how much do you think this episode dove? Sort of. Deepens. I don't went know. in a submarine and went <laughs> down. Mm-hmm. How much do you think the fucking episode went there, Rage? Plunged. Yeah, um, twelve thousand leagues under the sea. Okay, so that's a six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Is that it? You're not gonna. That's expound? it. Yeah. It's, it's um. The consent stuff. The divorce. I don't know. It was hard on Claire. Yeah. The rebellion, the yeah. ear piercing. 
Yeah, that fucking sick ear piercing. That fucking <laughs> sick top cartilage ear piercing. Could you believe Covering it? Covering Simpson's car in post-it, post-it notes. notes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Lots of wild stuff going on. I know. It was a wild and crazy episode. I'm going 14,000 Leagues Under the Sea because of the consent stuff. I really like the wow. way they... D- I, thought, I thought they really tackled a kind of tough mm-hmm. issue to to like convey mm-hmm. and did it in a way that was like subtle enough and but also drive the point home that this isn't okay mm-hmm. like it's still not we're not she's not gonna go on the news and have you arrested certainly yeah no. but from my perspective it's like but you need to learn from this so that mm-hmm. this doesn't happen again down the line. Mm-hmm. And I also think that he's amenable to that as well. I think he's a little shook by what happened. Yeah. Um, And maybe 14,000 Leagues Under the Sea is a little much in a go there scale, but it's and maybe I am doing it more, which we say we shouldn't do about how much we I just respected sort of like the way they told this story. I think mm-hmm. it was nuanced in a way that like people who shows that have tackled it since have Mm -hmm. not been Mm -hmm. and maybe that's because the tenor has switched one way more than it did at this point but Mm -hmm. i still i i I have a lot of uh i i i came away from these episodes plus the claire thing was so fun i mean and not the Mm -hmm. divorce that was sad but the uh the outfit and the rebellion and the let's get a our drinking cappuccinos and talking about Chuck Palahniuk like all of that oh was really God. fun. I really enjoyed these episodes. I loved the post-it shit. I thought that was so great. Mm-hmm. These were episodes were among my favorites of the season uh so wow. far. As a collective group. I don't know okay. not pick I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed them, them but I don't think they were my favorites so far. I didn't I don't know if they were my favorite but they were definitely in that upper echelon. I thought yeah. taking on a topic like they did and doing it in a way that felt like honest and sort of like um, classy is not the word, but like, yeah, like, I don't know. They, I thought they did a nice job. And I don't know who I'm going to pick for this, but do your bit. Okay. <clears throat> so, Patrick. Yeah. In these episodes, 1027 and 1028, Love Lockdown. Yeah. Who would you give a Grundy Award to? <laughs> Um, do you think there's a very obvious person that this should go to, right? I picked someone pretty quickly after watching this. It's Holly J, right? I mean, how do you not? Is it? Oh, I gave it to Shantae. (laughs) That was my other thought. Those were my two thoughts. Yeah. I I don't know. Shantae really got me in these episodes. Plus, she doesn't get a lot of screen time. So I thought I just she doesn't. But I feel like at the end was so great. She doesn't. But I feel like we give her a lot of MVTs. I'm going to let you do Shantae. I'm going to do Holly J. Yeah, we've given a lot to Holly J as well. And I was like, totally. This was an interesting one, but I feel like it was almost not about her as much as it was about Declan. Like the way it was kind of presented. I think so. It is his swan song. It is his, uh, yeah. it is his goodbye. But I do, I, I like how Holly J. I don't know. I like how aware Holly J is of like who she is and how she feels. And like, yes, sometimes it doesn't go according to plan, but mm-hmm. she's just, I don't know. I, she's, she's getting up there for me in characters. She's getting up there for me. As far as like characters I like the most on the show. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm biased, but I'm going to go with Holly J because you're going to do Shantae and then they both win. Yeah, exactly. They both get a Grundy. They both get a Grundy. Should we Grundies change, for all. <laughs> should we change our uh, superlatives to Grundies? Yeah. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 100%, right? Especially if they come back. Yeah, we're in agreement that the superlatives at the end of the season are now called Grundies. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, Rach, how do we close this thing? I forgot. It's been a while. Well, it's been a while. <laughs> we have someone new to welcome to the room this week. Oh. I know. I know. Oh. 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 Very, Wrong very person. I'm so happy to be. <laughs> no, I also say, oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. I don't say a ho 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 like I'm a coming for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I say like a ho 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 like a that because I'm a very mm-hmm. happy person. I'm a very happy. I like to be here. It is mm, your good. old pal, Mr. Del Rossi. I'm a here. I'm a getting ready to welcome someone into the room. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Rachel. It's good to see you. Hello, good to see you too, Mr. Del Rossi. Yeah, have a nice Christmas. It was good. What was your favorite song? You sing a Christmas time is here. Oh, there's oh, yeah. a joy and the cheer. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's a peanuts. good one. Yeah. And then you sing, uh, just a hear those slippers are ringing and the tingling, a tingling, a too. Just a hear those slippers are ringing and the sleigh ride together with the you. You like that one? That's a good one too. Yeah, what else you got? In That's your a good pocket? one because it doesn't have to be a Christmas because it's a winter. No, song. it could it's just like, be a winter. Thing. And the snow is a calling a you. You like that? It's <laughs> a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. I like um. Uh, I don't know. I like all of the Christmas songs. I Rock thought you were it. gonna do the war is over. <laughs> I like, <laughs> I like a racking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. What's a hop? Do you like Rudolph? Nah, fuck Rudolph. He's a piece of shit. I'm sick of fucking Rudolph. Do you like Oh Christmas Tree? Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, oh, oh Christmas tree. What about Hark the Herald Angels sing? Hark at the Herald Angels sing glory to the Italian Jesus. Christopher Columbus. Because he's an Italian Jesus. <laughs> Everybody has their own Jesus that they celebrate uh-huh. on a Christmas day. I celebrate the Italian Jesus. From Italy, from from uh, Rome. The Roman Jesus. Mm-hmm. I love did it. You see, did you see the video of Joey Rats lying in state in the Vatican just on a board? They just brought him, they, no coffin, they just bring him in on a board, and he's just like propped up a little bit so that you can see him. I did not to see that. I did not to see that. <laughs> is, that the bla- is that the blasphemy? I mean, I guess not. I don't want to do any blasphemy over here, Rachel. I want to be in not to do blasphemy. I say in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I don't mean, to do me blasphemy. Me calling him Joey Rats might be. I don't even like to hear it. It hurts on my ears when you say that. I got to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven above in Jesus' house. I'm going to say, hello, Jesus. It is a nice to <laughs> see you. But only the Italian Jesus. Oh, just the Italian Jesus. The Italian Jesus is just the same Jesus that we all have. It's, it's just a Jesus. But I say Italian Jesus. Some people say baby Jesus. Some people say <laughs> any kind of Jesus. But I'm Italian and I have an Italian Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he eats minigot and a brajut and a scongeal and a salam and a colpast and a stuff and of shale and a spaghetti and a bolognese. And, and Does he like manicot? And a minigot. And a, and a spanakopita. Wait a minute, what? 
Who said the spanakopita? Does somebody come in here with the Greek shit? This is a bullshit. <laughs> Just a kidding. I said the spanakopita because I got to tell you something. Even though I like all of those Italian foods that I say all the time, I do also like a spanakopita. Yeah. Do you have it? Sometimes you want something different, you oh, know? Oh, you got to have a little bit of the Greek. Oh, this is so good. Spanakopita. I like all foods. I like a lo mein. I also like to have a sush. Oh, you like a sush? I like Shishi? A, I like it to have uh, 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 <laughs> Tacks? Cheese, cheese burgers and the fajitas. Like tacks? Ta- a taco? Yeah, tacos. a taco. A taco. Oh, tacos are good. Yeah, tacos are good. Depends on what kind. They're good. It's okay. I like it to have a burrito. Do you like? Yeah, I was saying, do you like a burrito? I like it to have a burrito. I like it to have a burrito more so than a taco because I like mm. it to have a burrito because it's a, it's a more filling. Do you like a tamal? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's a fine. I like a do fajita. Like, do you like a, what about a fajita? A, a baguette. Oh, I do like a nice baguette. You, oh, you cut it up and nicely to put a little butter. Oh, Everything French take... sounds like it's that you do in the sink because it's a croissant. It's a baguette. Yeah. Well, I say oh, one thing about a baguette is I don't know what to have. I want to have an Italian bread first. Mm. Semoline. Mm-hmm. Semoline. <laughs> mm, some good semoline. Some Sem- semoline with the seeds. And I have it, and I make it. You know what I do with it? I make a garlic bread. Mm-hmm. I think you also, do you like a Kung Pao chick? Sure. That is mm-hmm. a very good. I love mm-hmm. that kind of a food. Mm-hmm. I love it to have. Pao tofu. I love it to have an egg roll. Mm-hmm. I like all foods, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But the mostly Italian foods, the best mm-hmm. foods. Gotcha. Pete's, sausage. <laughs> So should we welcome this person to this room with all this food in it, or you just want to keep going through the food? They can have it, whatever kind of food they want. They have a spanakopita. <laughs> they can have a... <laughs> I think I have... You know what else I tell everybody all the time? When they come up, I say, you got to have avocado. <laughs> and they say, avocado? You want me to eat a whole avocado? And I say, no, 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 you stupid fuck. I say, a avocado. <laughs> what is it? Is that what they're called? You had that in an Italian place, right? It is Italian, yes, right? Yes, yes. Affogato. Affogato. Oh, I knew it. I just wanted to hear you say it. Mm-hmm. You wanted to hear me say avocado. Avocado. And the tiramisu. And an Italian cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And a canole. Oh, I like a canole. <laughs> and a spinole. Do you know spinole? No. I made it up. It's not real. I was trying to. Oh, that was a spinole. test. That was a test. If you were like, I love a spinola. Like spinoli? I was like, you be, You don't even know what you're talking about. The spinola is not even a fucking real. <laughs> it is amazing. Mr. Del Rossi. All right. Who's my inviting into the room? I'm so happy. Uh, this week we are welcoming Raquel into the room. <gasps> it is a Raquel Welch? It is a no, Raquel Welch. It's not, it's not Raquel It is a Raquel Welch. Welch. Finally, is listening to the show. She come in. Oh, so nice to have a Raquel Welch. Oh, I love it. I always knew I said that Raquel Welch was going to come in to be on the show. It's okay. Raquel Welch might be dead. I'm not so sure. But this Raquel, who is our very special Raquel, who is another mm-hmm, Raquel mm-hmm. Welch, who is a much, a much, a much, a much, a much, a much, a much better than a Raquel Welch. This is the best Raquel of all of them, unless another one comes in and then they have to be tied. 
That's the mm-hmm. only way it does it. They have it to be tied. No one is a better, no one is a worse, they would be tied. But as of right now, this is the only Raquel. She is the best one going. I am so happy to have her in a room. I can't wait. <laughs> Do you, if she wants to come in and play video games, that's fine. We have all the video games. We have mm-hmm. all the streaming services. You can watch it whatever you want. You can catch up on the Great the British Baking a Show, which had a new season. If you haven't seen it, you can watch it with us. And you watch it, and we're going to hang out, and we're going to have a good time, and I'm so happy to have you here. And <laughs> if you want, I have some Spanakopita ready to go for you. The only difference between a regular Spanakopita and a, my Spanakopita is mm-hmm. that it is a going to have a gravy on it, red sauce, bolognese. <laughs> Deal with it. Sounds delicious. Well, I'm so happy to have Raquel. I'm so happy she's here. Happy New Year to the broomheads, to the dope monkeys. Nice to see you. Nice to be back. And Mm -hmm. again, put a sock on the door and do whatever you want to do behind that door. That's your right as an Italian. Wow. Sounds great. As an Italian. As an Italian. Oh, wait, they got the coming back in. Did you see uh, the White Lotus? They did the White Lotus in in Italy. They did it in Sicily. They did the hollow white lotus. I was so happy to see Jennifer Coolidge. She come around. She said, hello, Mr. Del Rossi. I said, nice to see you, Jennifer Coolidge. And then she gave me a hug. Oh, my goodness. I took a amazing. picture with the Aubrey Plaza. Oh. I took a picture. She said, that I said, I said the Aubrey Plaza, you remember me, Mr. Del Rossi from the grass? She said, no, I don't know you, but I took a picture. And I took a picture <laughs> of Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. She, was, right. weird. Aubrey she was a little weird. But I took a picture with Aubrey Plaz, and I took a picture with <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. No, Jennifer Coolidge, I'd not take a picture with because she okay. was too much in the moment. She was very much like a oh, fun. Okay. I didn't even feel like I wanted to take a picture because I was having fun. We were talking. She was uh, giving me a hug. Mm-hmm. I said I couldn't even believe it. She said, Aubrey Plaz. I took a picture with Aubrey Plaz. Good. That's the good. White Lotus. Come to the White Lotus. I had a Michael White. Mm-hmm. You know him. He wrote the whole show. Yeah, I was he like, wrote this it. guy yeah. over here. I said, he comes over here to Italy. Cecilia. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they should have put me on the show. I said, they put me on the show. And they said that we have all the roles done. No, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I was a disappointment. I was a disappointment. I'm sorry. You were disappointed. I was a disappointment. But I got to take a picture with the Aubrey Plaza. Oh. Anyway, White Lotus. Well, it was good to see you, Mr. Del Rossi. It was a good to be seen. Thank you, Rachel. Watch a White Lotus, Italy. <laughs> it's got Aubrey Plaz. I can't think of anybody else's name is on it. I would have said it. <laughs> I promise you I would have said it and left off the last letter. But I can't think of anybody. <laughs> Just Aubrey Plaz and Mike White and Jennifer Coolidge are Jennifer hard to Coolidge. Do. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, she's the best. Anyway, I gotta go. All right, we'll see you next week. I never even seen the first season of The White Lotus. You know that? You just watched the second one. No, I didn't even watch it. I just saw them no, a few just, minutes. You just saw them, yeah. But I didn't know they had a Connie Britton in the first season of uh, White Lotus and a Steve Azar. <laughs> he was on the first season of A White Lotus. Za and a Connie Britta. <laughs> And it's Sydney Sweeney. Oh, you know, Sydney right. Sweeney. She's out of Euphoria. She was out of White Loud. It's the first of C's. All right, Mr. Del Rossi. I got to get out of here. It's 1024. We said we're going to be done at 10. I got to get the fuck out I know. You just keep talking about the fucking White Lotus, though. <laughs> you see a season or two yet? 
No, I have not. Oh, you got to see. It's so good. I'll be pleased. <laughs> Man, Mr. Del Rossi is so excited about the White Lotus. <laughs> he could not shut up. I had <laughs> friends were having a conversation on a group text about white noise the other day, and yeah. one of them thought that they said White Lotus. <laughs> And they were talking about it turned the white into lotus. a very different conversation. Those are different conversations. <laughs> Although I fucking white lotus is basically white noise. Hi <laughs> Just kidding, I like it. Well, oh. broomheads, dope monkeys, happy to be back. Happy New Year, twenty twenty three. Let's make it a good one. Let's not be so. I hope you all listen to enough Counting Crows in December to have a good twenty twenty three. Well, if you don't, it's, it's your own fault because we've been telling you. Mm-hmm. Don't, as I always say, don't be like Rachel. Listen to Counting Crows more. Listen to Counting Crows. Long December. All right, broomheads Smells and dope monkeys. Smells hospitals in winter. Good night. <clears throat> and grilled cheese, definitely. And grilled cheese, definitely. <laughs>